Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I don't know if you guys watch Naked and Afraid. One of the contestants got a tick. No! On something that rhymes with tick. According to this article, ticks absolutely love genitals. Uh, you yes. and me both ticks. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave and Mahoney. I get in the hospital. She's like, the left side of your face isn't working, so it's most likely Bell's palsy. I'm only talking out of one side of my mouth right now. And you're wearing your eye patch. I signed up for, like, really good long-term disability. Yeah. And now I got to come into work still because I still could talk. If I, <laughs> like, if I couldn't talk, I'd be cashing these checks. Not having to work. Be great. Okay, he still has the this iPad. Is so job. IPad, man. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. What is Blue Chew? That's the bootleg Viagra. Oh, no, is it? Why, why are you getting targeted for Blue Chew? I note that Dave and I are not getting targeted for those. Because mm-hmm. no. you guys aren't having sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course we're not. I'm married. <laughs> no. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, so there's been a whole bunch of studies done about marijuana smoke because, you know, it's legal in more places ever than ever right now across the country. And a lot of Americans are basically tricking themselves into thinking that weed smoke is better for them than, say, tobacco smoke. Now, cannabis, because it's legal in many U.S. states for medical and recreational use, that means that a lot more people are using it. In fact, the new report finds that over 44% of adults now believe that smoking weed every day is safer than inhaling tobacco. That perception to the counter science, however, is that it can still have a pretty serious impact on your lungs. Uh, Unlike the extensive amount of research on tobacco, there isn't the same amount of data being used about cannabis, but the thing that strikes me is that I mean, you know, smokers, at least the ones that I know, are normally smoking like a half to a pack a day. Yeah. You ain't smoking 10 to 20 joints a day. Speak for yourself, Some sir. Some people might be. Yeah. If you're, if you're doing that, then just know it's probably not much better for you than just cheap and cigarettes. Still better. Yeah. Uh, it's still better? Still better. How's, how, how's it better, Mahoney? Not nearly as many uh, chemicals. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you're probably more tired, so you're not going to do stupid stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You do stupid stuff on cigarettes? I do all sorts of stupid <laughs> stuff on cigarettes. <laughs> give him a camel crush. Oh, boy. That's right. Look Things out. getting wild. <laughs> so uh, some good news today as well. This is a fun little surprise. A guy said uh, he, uh, he regularly drives into uh, this small town in Idaho uh, from Utah in order to buy his lottery tickets because Utah is one of the few states that does not have the lottery. He ended up making two trips in one weekend to make sure he had enough tickets for the July 4th Mega Millions drawing where the jackpot was around $400 million. He said he didn't go back to Idaho because, you know, it's, again, it's a little bit of a drive to check his tickets until a month later. One of the tickets matched the first five numbers, million-dollar prize, and that was transformed into $3 million because... He had the Megaplier number for the drawing, which came up three. Damn. Uh, so he won $3 million and did not know about it for over a month. Well, Dang. if you didn't win that, like, one point or what, what, what was it? $1.5 billion yeah, 1. $1. Mega Millions mm-hmm. uh, drawing later on today, Dave. Uh-huh. Powerball up to 236 Already, man? Yeah. This just seems wild how quickly. Because everyone's poor, man. <laughs> is that what it is? We're all hoping for something. I mean, we're all, I mean, the gas is too high. You go over, get that little scratcher or whatever it is before you leave the pump. I mean, I understand it, how it's just inflating already. I saw a lady the other day who left with like a handful of tickets in her hands. And I was just like, I get it. Couldn't be me, yeah, but I no, get I mean, it. It, it. It won't be us. I mean, when you think about the actual odds, it's one basically out of every every single American out there. Yeah. One out of 320 million. What's the, mo- what's the most tickets you've left with? Like oh. in your hand? 100. 
A hundred tickets? Yeah. Dang, I thought this girl was like going crazy with ten. Nah, nah we're, we're, we're stupid too. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some good stories out there like this guy again. Three million dollar surprise. That's pretty neat. Well done. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Have you guys ever gone airborne in a vehicle before? Yes. Okay, same. <laughs> um, but the, the one that was probably scariest for me is it was a couple years ago. We were in Park City, Utah, and we all rented snowmobiles. And they're like, oh, you know, it was, it was a guided tour through this really beautiful area. And then they take you out of this, like, large field that had, like, some smaller rolling hills and stuff. And they're like, you guys can just, you know, go nuts and have fun and this and that kind of zip around. Mm-hmm. And I remember I hit what I thought was a fairly small bump. Yeah, yeah. And I realized as I was flying in the air, because it probably went up 10-plus feet. Holy cow. That I was starting to separate from the snowmobile. Oh, my gosh. Because it was, like, drifting away from me. Yeah. yeah. And I had to grab back onto it. And But I was like, man, if I would have somehow tipped one way or the other, that could have been really bad, or even just falling off of it at that height. Dude, there's a lot of snowmobile ac- uh, accidents. Lots of them. Uh, but th- this is pretty ridiculous. I, you know, Luckily, no one is in the upstairs bedroom of the Pennsylvania home, but did you guys see this one about the Toyota Corolla that yeeted itself into the second-story window? Yeah, I did. It I was did. Like, like 13 feet in the air. How does a damn Corolla get that far off the ground? Well, didn't they say that they did it intentionally? Uh, they're, they're saying that it was determined through an investigation the crash was an, an intentional act and charges are pending at this time. How do you get it out high? But that's what I mean. Like, if you intentionally did this, cinder blocks and a piece of wood, I'm kind of impressed. Like, I, it, I'm i not even mad. Like, if you can yeet your Corolla into a second story, like, that's incredible. Who knew a Corolla could do that? Not I'm, me. Unbelievable. I mean, maybe like a Volkswagen bug named Herbie, but not this one. I not mean, a Corolla. I mean, if you think about all the vehicles that could get some air, though, I mean, I guess a Corolla, it's probably a lot easier They're to get that. smaller, yeah. maybe a little bit lighter. A little lighter, maybe a little bit more uh, aerodynamic than, say, like a large Dodge Challenger or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know what? Actually, that would be more impressive. You do that same act, but do it with an Escalade. Do it in the Dukes of Hazard <laughs> car, because yeah. you know that thing is heavy. Heavy. Oh, do you've never been airborne in a vehicle? I mean, I used to do that jump thing on the back of the school bus. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that counts as going airborne, uh, like, in the car. in a vehicle. I, but but my head would he- hit the top. Yeah, that's how you get a head injury, and that's why <laughs> we're as dumb as we are now. Dude, I did it so much. <laughs> and you know what's funny about that is because you say that, and, and we all know exactly what you're talking about, at least all of us that were school bus kids. Like, you know that the driver knew what was going on, right? Like, for they, sure, they would so, go so fast on purpose, I yeah. swear. They would launch you. Yes. Because they would think it was hilarious for all the kids to... Doink. Things, things were different back then, they? They were. And you know what? Bring it back. You want, you want to bring it back? You want to... Bring, bring it back. Let's concuss our School children. That's the official position of this show. <laughs> but yeah, this uh, impressive for, for the second story. Even more impressive that it was an intentional act. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. You guys talking about Mahoney maybe getting a Corvette um, reminded me of this bad joke from a few years ago. Uh, And don't get me wrong, I love Corvettes. Had I won the uh, Mega Millions the other day, I'd be getting me a new Corvette. But here goes. What's the difference between a Corvette and a cactus? The answer is the cactus has the pricks on the outside. Message deleted. <laughs> uh, so looking at the starting MSRP. <laughs> They're of, expensive, man. Of the 2024 uh, 
like a Corvette Stingray, like the entry level yeah. one. Yeah. Order, if you were to guess. 65? Dude, way more. Dead on. What? 66.3 is where it starts. Oh, okay. So, so maybe, maybe I've just seen like the souped up ones. Dude, you know I'm not getting the. the you can't get I'm those. getting a Corvette. You're going full midlife crisis. No, I'm going base model. Oh, base you model? Are? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why? Yeah. Fully automatic. <laughs> no stick. Do you uh, do you have it in a V6 by chance? <laughs> the are. RS version. Yeah. No, but like some of the souped up ones, I've been seeing them just advertised, even used ones for over a hundred. Oh yeah, the higher the higher ones. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the models, and they vary anywhere between. Again, they come in at start at 66, but they go up to, you know, 150. That's wow. wild, man. Please leave a message after the tone. I just got to know which one of you is from Minnesota. Is it Dave or Mahoney? I know it's not Audrey because she's from Kentucky, but I want to know if you guys, if one of you went to the Byerly's store, it was it was a grocery store, but Byerly's, back in the day, if it's still there, it had um, carpet in the aisles. It was on chandeliers in the frozen food section. It was beautiful. Message deleted. Uh, well, I'm Dave, and I'm the one from Minnesota. I, I was born in St. Paul, and then I grew up in Brainerd, which is two hours north, small little town of 15,000 people. I don't believe that we had a buyer lease with chandeliers and carpeting in the hallways, but if we did, that was probably a little too fancy mm-hmm. for uh, you know a family with six kids. What was your, like, grocery store that you went to. I don't remember the name of it. Like, I remember when I got to, like, high school age. Yeah. There was, like, Bilo, because I moved to South Carolina, I, so it was Bilo and Piggly Wiggly. Oh, Piggly Wiggly. Oh, Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> I want a Piggly Wiggly shirt so bad. Yeah, do you? With a little cute pig yeah. and his little hat on it. Is Piggly Wiggly still around? Is yeah. that still yeah. a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One of the big Cause ones. Yeah, because they're all, like, individually owned. Yeah. You know, like, independent franchisors own them. So it's just, like, it's not, like, big corporate Winn-Dixie that went down in the South. Did you guys used to go to the grocery store a lot with your parents when you were kids? Because I did not. Always. I mean, first off, there were six of us kids. Why on earth would they want to take a whole bunch of kids to the grocery store? Oh, I knew that if I would go to the grocery store, I would get everything that I asked for. If I did not go and I put it on the list, my stepdad would be like, she doesn't need frosted flakes. Oh, I mean, I would go to the grocery store from time to time and beg them to give me stuff. And still, it was just a no. I remember... (laughs) It was my first shoplifting experience. I remember I was at the checkout and I asked for, it was a Twix, and they said no. And so I was like, bet. And I stole it. And then I got halfway out and I chickened out. And I was like, Dad, I stole this Twix. Uh, and he said, we're going to take that back, son, and we're going to tell him what happened. And so they arrested me. You're too good. Yeah. You're too pure. Oh, yeah. Then, then later in life, I actually got arrested for shoplifting. So that's where it started. Yeah. You, right. you were you on. You need to steal. I know. You were on the cross country team. I know. You couldn't have caught me. Could have ran. And, like you got you got busted at a blockbuster music. You could have ran through that mall. I know. Those uh, security know. offers don't even have pencils on them. Like, like, adults like, running. Let alone a gun. Run. Yeah. Like, you know, you like, if you're a mall do? security officer, you ain't running. No. Come on. I don't get paid enough to run but after somebody. But you know, somebody. it's so scary. As a kid, you just don't know. You assume that anybody who is just in uniform is a cop. Yeah, and they've all just got firearms strapped to every limb. Nah, man. <laughs> I should have ran. Please leave a message after the tone. You know, it should be a rule in a parking lot. If you're parked so close to someone you can't get a shopping cart between you and them, don't park there. Message deleted. I mean, look, I wouldn't disagree. I mean, especially when you're loading kids in and out of the car, like having a uh, parking place that has a lot of extra space is nice. But many times it's not about the, the person parking. If there's like larger vehicles, some parking spaces are just too small. Yeah. And they're too close together. 
I would love it if we all had a little buffer zone. That'd be great. I don't think, because I got a new car, I don't think I want to park close for comfort anymore. I want to park in the back and walk. Because you're, you're scared of the is, though, the yeah. people still in the back, you're, you're, they just let their carts go. Yeah. Your car, your car's going to get hit. There's no, there's, there's no, no safe stop. zone. No, there's no safe zone. That sucks, man. Because I know, care. especially in the heat and the summertime, nobody wants to take their cart back. I get it. I mean, I'm sitting there complaining the entire time I'm taking my cart if back. If you don't too. take your cart back, you're a piece of garbage. Yeah. But take Full your stop. cart back. Take your cart take back. Take your cart back. Because you're just saying you're better than everybody. It's it's only it's one micromillimeter under littering for me, as far as like the egregiousness of how like this act of douchebaggery. I think it may be worse than littering. And the reason why I say that is because there's some littering where, let's call it a cigarette butt, it's annoying, but pr somebody's probably not going to come along and pick that up. If you leave a cart rogue, somebody definitely has to go get that for your lazy ass. Chances are littering doesn't cause damage to other people's property True. most of the time, yep. whereas leaving your carts out, you know chances what? are high. I want to say it. If you're going to like also say, well, Maybe it's an older person and they just got too hot. We'll use Instacart. Yeah, or I mean, there's delivery services, man. You just Deliver spent your groceries. An hour and a half walking around the store pushing the cart. You can take it ten more feet. Yep. Or Go get on. one of them little scooters. Those scooters Ask are cool. Ask for help on the way out. Yep. They ride right. it. Yep. Absolutely. I need one of those scooters. You do. I'm not elderly. I'm full body abled, but I just feel like it would be fun. You deserve just that. Just to go rogue. Yes, you do. Do donuts. <laughs> Supercharge that thing. Take the <laughs> governor off. I just be drinking Mountain Dew. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. So I've got a couple of really weird animal stories for you, and we'll start with one that must have been very, very scary for the animal. Can you imagine if you were a pigeon? And we can all agree that pigeons are idiots. Sky rats. Yeah, they're sky rats. Uh -huh. Um you know, they a lot of times don't get out of the way when a car is coming. And then if they do try to get out of the way, it's a little too late. And mm -hmm. Haven't you hit a pigeon before, Audrey? No, I haven't hit a pigeon. I wanted pigeon. to hit a pigeon. That's what it was. It was your wife hit a pigeon yeah. not that long ago, yeah. And she, you said she didn't feel bad, right? Uh, I mean, Didn't no. she put it in reverse and back over it again just to, like, send a message? Possibly, yeah. yes. <laughs> this particular pigeon, probably something similar. A vehicle's coming along. They decide they're going to fly out of the way, and it's too late. It got stuck in the grill. Oh. Of this car, and uh -huh. it was trapped there for 80 miles. And you think about if you're a pigeon, like how scary it must have been to be trapped in the grill of this car for 80 solid miles, not knowing what's going on. Then how did it get out? Well, they finally stopped, and they found the pigeon in their grill, and it was still alive. And the, the way that they actually discovered it is that there was like a pedestrian walking by their house, and they're like, hey, you're going to get like a, a pigeon in your in the grill of your car. <laughs> and the uh, the pigeon was taken to a, a vet facility where it was found to have a few minor injuries, but I guess it's going to be just fine. It's going to make a full recovery. They are cockroaches. They like, are. I mean, they can survive anything. You know, like, normally, I'm not, like, sitting here, like, dooming and, like, wishing death upon all pigeons, but, I mean, like, this is the most cockroach of the sky animal. Normally, if if I told a story about any animal that had survived some harrowing tale, like, you'd be all about it. Here, you're like, Because eh. every pigeon that's around my house literally looks like a crackhead. They and, are? like, they are straight up, they poop on everything that mm -hmm. I love dearly. Like, my <laughs> brand new car, riddled in pigeon poop. It's just, they're so annoying. How did they get to where I live is what I want to know. They're following you. Yeah. So, um, so this them. is another weird animal story, but this one's a little bit different. And this one rubs me the wrong way for a number of reasons. But there was customers and employees at an Iowa Target that were surprised when they found 
a Colombian red-tailed boa constrictor in one of the carts. In an Iowa Target? Yeah, so what this means to me, and I could be wrong, but this seems like it'd be way too much of a coincidence to be anything other than somebody brought their snake shopping. Some goth chick. And forgot it. Some goth chick brought her boa to Target. your, your boa in a shopping cart. So officers are now investigating whether the snake was intentionally abandoned in the cart, but like... You brought a boa constrictor to Target, put it in the cart, went shopping, and then checked out and forgot it? Like, how high are you where you are forgetting your large snake? Because, I mean, this is a big snake, isn't it, Audrey? That's pretty big. It's a big snake. Look at that thing. I mean, that Dave is too big of a snake to be leaving behind in a basket. Maybe they just couldn't take care of it anymore. It was like the uh, instead of taking it to the fire station, they just hoped it, that somebody at oh, the target. You know You're would right. Be able that's to take that's care how it works. You're supposed to drop the babies off at the fire station, then the boa constrictors off at Target. Yes, you're exactly right. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When you're looking for love, hey baby, you want then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. Everyone's looking for love in their own special way. And Mahoney, sometimes those people don't shoot their shot when they see somebody in public and they think, I want another opportunity. And so they take it to Craigslist. This is the misconnection inspection. Dave, ships passing in the night. They're looking to dock. Audrey never believes these women to men uh, posts. But let's see if you believe this one. This one is entitled, Michael, our eyes met in court. My dear Michael, I saw you in the courthouse for some lunch alongside a one-armed bandit and beautiful Olivia. You stole victory from the state. As you entered, our eyes met. You came back from lunch. The moment was electrifying as you looked at me in the eyes and smiled. I was stunned. You noticed. I am 100% on your side, but I didn't communicate my support because you looked away. I would love to contact you for an interview. Please email me. What? For an interview? It's like a reporter? <laughs> so is this a reporter who was, who was just enamored by this guy while they were in the cafeteria of at, the courthouse the court next house. to a hey, one-armed we've bandit? Seen, we've seen the hot criminals before. Uh-huh. What about that guy who's now the model? I mean, Ted Bundy. Y'all ladies are crazy uh-huh. when it comes to crazy Because ass. we can fix them all. Uh, see, that's the problem. Meanwhile, us guys, a bit more simple. This next one is a man for a woman. It's entitled Full-Figured Girl at Target. Well, okay. At least he didn't say, like, hey, thick beach. <laughs> <laughs> I was at Target a few weeks ago, and I was in line chatting about inflation and other things going on in the world. You had your daughter with you, so, you, you know, we couldn't talk much. You were a brunette, heavy set, but in a good way. I enjoy talking with you. Hopefully, we can chat more. Okay. That's whatever. I mean, you could have just said, like, you were in line with your daughter, and you had dark hair, and we I- talked about this stuff. Like, do you have to, do you have to call her heavy set? Oh, there's a lot of people at Target. <laughs> I don't think heavy set narrows that down. The next one is a man for a woman, and this is entitled to my bitch ex girlfriend. <laughs> oh God, looking yeah. for looking for the mother of my son. I know you have tried to avoid me for whatever reason, but you are withholding my son from me, and I want to see him, or I'll get the courts involved, and you will lose all custody of him. I've tried so hard to be nice and to be your friend, and you keep blaming me for your problems. Now I don't know, or I don't even care anymore. I just want my son. So that's a unique misconnection. <laughs> I don't think we've had somebody threatening court action before, but here we are. But you know that there is a person who has reached out to him being like, I'm so sorry you're going through this. Mm-hmm. Like, hopefully you get to see your son again, and then they're going to... They're going to fix him. They're going to fix him. Plot yeah. twist, the son is a dog. <laughs> uh, and finally, this is a man for a woman. It's entitled Car Wash, North Valley Parkway, lady in the black SUV. I helped you open your hood. 
I think you need to return the favor. I'm open to almost anything. Oh, boy. If you can find that switch on a hood, you can find other things. That's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Glamour and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash on Dave and Mahoney. Well, everyone's talking about football season. There's been some big news recently that Dalvin Cook is going to end up on the Jets with Aaron Rodgers, and then Zeke is now a Patriot. But there's also been a lot of talk recently because of all these football documentaries. Mahoney, I don't know if you've watched the quarterback one on Netflix. I actually think that one has been fantastic with Marcus Mariota and Patrick Mahomes and Kirk Cousins. And then everyone was talking about the Johnny Manziel one also. Or the new season of Hard Knocks with the Jets on HBO. Yeah, but there is more on the way because this stuff just tends to work. So Amazon is going to release Kelsey, which is a new documentary about professional football player Jason Kelsey, which is coming out in September. (laughs) I know, it's the wrong Kelsey for you. No, it's the right Kelsey because Travis is just a douche. Oh, but we love him for it. He just seems so silly goofy. But I mean, that's his brother, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his brother and him seem like they've got an awesome relationship and obviously he's a superstar himself so maybe we'll at least get a little glimpsey glimpse of Travis in there some brotherly love you know I imagine that we probably will and the film premieres ahead of the Thursday night football game which is going to be on September 14th on Prime which is the Eagles and the Minnesota Vikings so this is going to premiere on September 12th on Prime Video but you know what overall I've been very happy with the way that Prime has been you know doing their football coverage and things around it so I'm not mad at this at all you know if they could just get actual like Let's just expand Sunday ticket to Prime, too. Then I'd be all in. So we can never get too much Nicolas Cage, in my opinion. Uh, Dream Scenario is a new Nicolas Cage movie where he actually plays a man who's bald. Oh, no. Yeah. A bald (laughs) Nicolas Cage. We love him. So, But why is he bald? What what is this? Because that's his, his character in this new movie. So it's a new dark comedy. From A24, it stars Nicolas Cage in theaters November 10th, and the movie follows a guy named Paul Matthews, who's played by Nicolas Cage, who is a hapless family man whose life is turned upside down when millions of strangers suddenly start seeing him in their dreams, which, again, Nick... Ew, Nick Freddy Krueger style? N- Nicolas Cage is able to pull off the dark comedy, though. He can he can do it. I don't know. Have you seen his last two, like, weird movies that he had? What, Renfield or... The Pig? one that was, like, the Dracula movie? Is that one even out yet? Yeah, Renfield, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, I didn't see that. Yeah. And then I also didn't see the one that was, like, him and uh, Pedro Pascal. Like, I didn't see that one either. That one is actually got the insurmountable weight of Nicolas Cage's talent or whatever yeah, it's so called. Yeah, the, the movie about him. Like, and yeah. I also didn't see Pig. I don't know, man. Like, the only thing that I've seen of Nicolas Cage recently is Crude's. Yeah, the point is, girl, you're missing out. Yep. Uh, am yeah. I? Expand yes, you your horizons, Audrey. And uh, Ashley Olsen. We haven't heard a lot about the Olsen twins in quite some time. It's actually the other Olsen. Elizabeth. That, Elizabeth yeah. that has been kind of blowing up as of late. But Ashley Olsen has officially become a mom. So She was secret pregnant. She was. They actually hit it really well. So they gave uh, Ashley gave birth to her son, Otto, a couple of months ago in New York with her husband, uh, who she married last year. But uh, they've kept it pretty under wraps and... You know, I'm just kind of glad to see... Is this that French president's brother guy? Is it? The I mean, Swarovski dude? Uh, no, his name is Louis Eisner, so I okay. don't know if he's Not that like, guy. Uh, or, or if he, I think uh, you're thinking of Mary-Kate. I don't know. They all, they're all the same. Boyfriend thing that <laughs> yeah. they ended up like breaking up or divorcing or whatever. They're two identical. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell which one of you is doing what. 
But look, I, I I'm happy that they're they they're kind of making it through. Being a child star is very very difficult. Seemed like they kind of just went through this very sad smoke a lot of cigarettes phase. So to see would her become, would you do it too? No, of if course you were a child star. Of course I would. I'm just saying. I'm just happy to see her making it through, and she seems happy with her man. And Good. Yeah, now it's a little baby. This is Dave and Mahoney. Time to play tipsy through the quad or toddler. Dave and Mahoney. Come on, everybody! Come on! Mike is joining us today for a round of Tips to Your Toddler. How are you, Mike? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Excellent. Have you spent any time around really drunk people or little kids recently? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the case for uh, for most parents, especially if you got little kids. Sometimes need a drink. <laughs> uh, so we're going to read you some things that were said, and you're just trying to figure out if these things were said by a very drunk person or a little kid. Tips to your toddler starts with Audrey today. Audrey, take it away whenever you're ready, and try to act this up as much as you can. Okay, okay you gave this right. to me because it's a southern man or mm-hmm. a woman. Who knows? All right, here I go. That's my Uncle Billy Bob. Y'all ain't know him, then y'all don't need to know him. Billy Bob, hey, Billy Bob, don't make me live me, lay me down. And if I lay down, I'll die, and I don't want to die. Is that a tipsy person or a toddler? Oh, wow. A 50-50 shot? Oh, I'm going to go with a tipsy person. That is a good guess. That is correct. You're on the board with one. I feel like I was giving Boomhauer R.I.P. A little bit. R.I.P. Is he dead? Boomhauer dead? No, did he not? Well, you just said R.I.P. Oh, no. I was the other guy from uh, from the... King of the Hill? Yeah. Okay. Who died from King of the Hill? I'll pull it up while we listen to this. All right. So okay. let's uh, let's take a listen here to the first one. It's, uh, it's a good one. That's my Uncle Billy Bob. Y'all don't know him, then y'all don't need to know him. <laughs> Billy Bob. Go down. <laughs> hey, Billy Bob, don't make, him lay, make me lay down. If I lay down, I'll die. And I don't want to die. So on the board what? with one, Mike, well done. Here we go. On to number two. Uh, Mahoney, you and I will do this one. You'll take person number one. You drink water or you'll get nothing. I'm not drinking water. You have to drink water. I'm not drink water. Water. No! Is that a tipsy person or a toddler? <laughs> ah, I just went through this this weekend with with my great niece. Uh, I think that's a toddler. That is a toddler. <laughs> that is exactly what that is. Whoa! <laughs> a little kid freaking out and not wanting to drink water. You drink water or you don't get nothing. You have to drink water. I get water. Water. No. <laughs> All right. Audrey, uh, you ready for number three? Yep. Okay, let's here do we it. go. Wendy, it's time to go inside. Nope. You said you were gonna go inside. You're not laying inside. Penis. <laughs> Wendy, please get up and go inside. Go. <laughs> Is that a gypsy person or a toddler? Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with tipsy on that one. Yeah, that's 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 old tipsy Wendy. Wendy, it's time to go inside. Yeah. You said you were gonna no. go inside. You're not laying out here, Wendy. Hmm. Wendy, please get up and go inside. Go. <laughs> I've been there before. To the point. Mike, you tell that dog to shut up. <laughs> yeah, I got, we got eight of them. Eight of them? All <laughs> eight. <laughs> All right. You, you can win it right here if you're able to get this one correct. Mahoney, Audrey, take it away. I'm sweaty. Where? What? I'm sweaty. 
Where at? On my butt crack and my balls <laughs> and everywhere. Oh, okay. Your butt crack and your balls. Uh, all right. Tipsy or toddler, Mike for the win. Uh, that sounds like some a little kid would say. I'm a toddler. <laughs> Man, you killed it. He's a genius. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, four for four, brother. What the heck? I know. Let's have a listen. I'm sweating. Where, what? I'm sweating. Where at? I'm a butt crack in my balls and everywhere. Oh, butt crack in your balls. This is Dave and Mahoney. Audrey, I'm going to admit it. I'm uh, a little jealous of you. Uh, your boyfriend has decided that he is going to take on this new little adventure, which is working out real well for you. Oh, yeah. No. So my boyfriend loves to cook. And it's actually been uh, like a side passion of his for quite a while. He went to culinary school twice. Um, Chef Cordon Bleu, I guess, is what it was called. I don't know. And then uh, also took some classes. Um like at a college level in yeah, culinary school. Sure. So um, I, you say it was working out well for me because I'm reaping all of the benefits. He is cooking nonstop because he actually is auditioning to be on MasterChef. Okay, so that's a thing where you can actually just, you don't have to have like a restaurant or whatever. That's like the well, amateur. it's the home edition. Home edition, got it, okay. So um, he's kind of making it into... I mean, he's had like three or four interviews now. Mm-hmm. How long has it been going on for? Um, well, like the whole process, a couple weeks. Um, but I think he's in like the uh, the final the final rounds of auditioning. Yeah. Um, because auditions in, or the, the the show starts in late October. So is he going to be all heartbroken if he does not get it? Oh yeah, I'm sure he he will be heartbroken yeah. because um, you know, he's a really charismatic charismatic guy and I really think that he'd do well, but all of that aside, he's a really good cook. Yeah. And uh he's been just watching MasterChef like nonstop and like cooking. Like, I mean, he is cooking all sorts of things. He went to the grocery store, spent three hours at the store, came back and just started like whipping up all this stuff that like is just so not anything he would eat. And then he's now cooking so much that he's taking it down to the people in our lobby to like eat. What? Yeah, because he's just cooking so much that I can't eat it all. I mean, you could be bringing it here. Yeah. You know, I'm hungry. Always. Mahoney, how well do you think that you would fare if your wife was a like cook? A, an excellent cook? Because your wife doesn't cook at all. Like no. she's she does a lot of things really well, but like cooking ain't no, her thing. No, man. She does her own thing. I do my own thing when it comes to food. But if I if I ever married somebody who was like an excellent chef, I would be five hundred pounds. Yeah. Like legit. Like if you you know, if you cook like my grandma cooked back in the day, like stick of butter and everything. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. I, w- I would just be job of the hut. For real. So what is his best dish? <sighs> Peaches and pork chops because it's my favorite. Peaches and pork chops. Yeah, that's probably okay. my favorite. But I mean, um, he cooks so well with everything. How so, much uh, How much does he win if he wins Master Chef Home Edition? $500,000. $500,000? That's what oh, I said, man. And he's gone for a month. I said, see you later. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Speaking of knocking on doors and opening them, I do Uber Eats after work. I do this delivery last night. It's about 8 o'clock. You know, on the app it said, please knock at door. 
we will meet at the door. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I go to the apartment. I knock on the door. I hear this kid. They're here. They're knocking. The mom says, okay, answer the door. And this kid answers the door. Had to be seven, eight years old, maybe. And he was in his freaking underwear. I was, he opened the door and I was just like, okay. Gave him his food and walked away. Rather interesting. Have a good one, guys. Message so deleted. I'm going to tell you a story about this that happened to me, but opposite style. So I had ordered a food delivery service and had it brought to my door by a kid. Okay. So the mom had sent the kid up to give me my food. Seen and I was, you have? Yeah. That should be illegal. That is child labor. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's what you have kids for. So they work for free. Because um, it used to happen to me a decent amount. I'd get, you know, a order of groceries delivered to the house. And there was somebody that was just like one of those, you know, Instacart drivers that worked the area. And they would always have their kid out there unloading like the the heavy stuff, like the water cases or whatever it was. That's ridiculous. Yeah, no. That's 110% ridiculous. Can we no, just... I, I don't agree with that <laughs> at all. The one good thing to come from the pandemic, in my opinion, is contactless delivery. Why there needs to be any sort of knocking or talking, like leave, leave it. And you go. Like, there See, doesn't need to be any interaction. Those people don't have that probably marked on their app. No, I know. But I'm just saying, like, can we just make that the industry standard? I don't know, Mahoney. You're, you're forgetting about something very important. And that's, uh, you know, there's, some people enjoy that nostalgia. I mean, our former producer, Ian, used to be a pizza delivery guy and said on multiple occasions he got invited in. Yeah, by methed out widowers. I mean, whatever. Take what you can get. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. You're going to have to go straight to your room. No, I am mad, not you. You don't have a right to be mad. You can't be right, you need to. I'd rather walk home than listen to you. Either you're grounded today or I'm never picking you up again. What are we listening to? So here? somebody butt dialed us and was having a pretty significant argument with what sounds like their teenage daughter and grounded her. And you, you want to hear it run it back? That was a teen? It sounded like it. Because she told us she was grounded. Okay. All right, here we go. Please leave a message after the tone. You're going to have to go straight to your room. No, I am mad. Not you. You don't have a right to be mad. That sounds like a middle schooler. Oh, and God, I just can't wait for that. That's, that is, that's your, that's soon to be your life, dude, man. that's the, I brought you into this world, I could take you out uh, of this world conversation about to happen there. I mean. Now you start mocking me like that? Oh, you walk It has got to be the hardest job to be a parent. I mean, I can barely <sighs> stand when people give me an attitude serving me ice cream. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, I can't, you have got to have the most patience to be a parent. And Dave, I'm going to give you a round of applause. After listening to that video. Don't give me a round of applause yet. I got, I got three young girls and uh, Bo Boy. Yeah, they're going to, oh, I mean, boy. being a girl, I cannot, I had no, to apologize to my mom as, a, as an adult. They'll love Dave. They'll hate his wife. Well, because Dave. That's what'll happen. I'm the fun dad. <laughs> I mean. They, 
No, because it's like little boys love their moms and little girls love their dads. Yeah. yeah. Like is how it is. Yeah, no, this is what I was saying. I had to apologize to my mom whenever I became an adult because of all of the arguments we had Ugh. growing up because yeah. you just combat with your mom so much. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know. It's tough. I, I, I can't believe we played that. That's somebody's kind of like a... Personal hey, moment. Whatever. <laughs> you call the voicemail. That's what happens. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Yo, dummy. <laughs> hey, man. I love the show. But you can't leave us hanging about sitting on a cake. What's the freaking story, man? Why did you sit on a cake in college? Got a note. Message deleted. Who sat on a cake in college? I did. Why did you, do I not even remember the setup from the story? I don't either. It's a, we talked about it a while ago. What, why did you sit on a cake? Man, I got, I got kinks. <laughs> what? Don't judge. What? Wait. No, no we you don't get escape passes. You, you, you why had a girlfriend you sit tell on you, a cake? You had a girlfriend tell you that she had kinks and you heard cakes. <laughs> Be on the Dave and Mahoney show by leaving a voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Leave a message. You know the songs, but can you name them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Nick is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. Nick, have you heard this game being played on the radio before? Uh, yes. All right, so it seems pretty easy, right? I mean, these are all some of the biggest, most popular songs of all time, but the challenge, of course, is that they're covered by people. Some of them... Not so popular, like we have one that has three views today. We have another one that has 154,000 views, but you got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess, but if you get the artist and the song, you're going to get a full point. If you get one or the other, you get a half point. There are some lifelines, but here we go with number one. Good luck. On the streets where you live, girls talk about their social lives. They're made of bliss, plastic thing, touch a sable in their eyes. All your life, all you ask when your daddy's gonna talk to you. But you're living in another world, trying to get your message through. No one heard a single word you said. That's 30 seconds right there. That's from an artist named uh, Kelly Mark, the astronaut and senator? No, that's uh, Mark Kelly. Okay. 410 views on that one. Do you know it, Nick? I'm going to have to use a lifeline on that one. That one was pretty rough. Uh, Mahoney, do you, do you think you could be a help? Uh, Dave, you know I know every damn Bon Jovi song mm-hmm. on the planet. That's Runaways. Yeah. That is. Hey, I, every time I hear that song, though, it kind of gives me the ick. It does? Oh, with the lyrics? Because he's just singing about a run, like a chick who's like a runaway from yeah. her home. I'm hey. like, oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The guy is like a little icky. Yeah, but it's Bon Jovi. Sure, I mean, he's yeah. handsome. He would just, just go have ass a, hair in the 80s. Yeah, he yeah. would just, just go have a grilled cheese with her. Yeah. yeah. Just It'd be fine. Take her for a milkshake. <laughs> take her to his indoor arena football league. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't write it, I'm sure. So I'd rather you just leave me on the side of the road. Okay, and he gives you a little icky. It's okay, a great song. Here we go on to uh, on number two. This is the most popular one of the morning by a long shot. 154,000 views. Let's have a listen. Uh, 
stop it right oh, there. But, was uh, that? Yeah, that that was sounded, a tease. I know it's not, but was that Rammstein? It's no, it's it's a band called Patreon. I guess I've never oh. heard of them, but some Rammstein vibes for sure. For sure, it did. Okay, so just <laughs> the towards the end of it there, Nick, is where it really started to come on. Do you know it? I don't know it. I was trying to think of it. I thought I've heard of it before, but I don't know it. Okay, so you do, do you want Am to I use able? your last lifeline with Audrey? Oh, yeah, all ready for one, one and yeah, two? I'll use my last one. Oh boy! If she, if she knows it. <laughs> Okay, I do. It's you spin me right round, baby, right round, and by dead or alive. Yep, that's right. Okay, uh, so I wanted to hear more of that. I know, I did too. All was, right. That was solid. So, Nick, now the pressure is on, brother, because lifelines are gone. This next one only has three views. <laughs> oh, God. Good luck. I've turned to demons of Stop that one right there. I think you could maybe get this one. What do you got? I don't know it. I don't. literally don't. I'm trying to think of it. I know the song. I've, I've heard the song before, but I don't know who sings it or okay. what the name of it would be. I'm going to, so that this doesn't flop, <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Yeah. It's the band who sings every song about the state of California. Yes. Um, there is a naked bassist. Nirvana? No. Oh, God. Okay. It's the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Soul to Squeeze. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, so you're not you're not dead yet. He's not, but you're close. <laughs> well, the, life, you the, the lifelines are burnt, and you can't get any more wrong. So this next one, 188 views. Let's see if any redemption here. Otherwise, you're smoking. I mean, Nick. Dave, hang on, pause. Okay. We, yeah. There are two left. I know that. Or do no, we, so if, if if Nick blows it right here, then we have a backup contestant that we're going to go to, and they're they're one and done. But we'll see whether or not Nick can. Nick. You, Get your head on, in the game, man. Come on, brother. Here we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. Press <laughs> in my pocket and no hand in destiny. I'll keep on moving along with no time to plant my feet. Cause yesterday's got nothing for me. Old pictures that I'll always see. Some things could be better if we don't just let them be. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> what was that? Sounded like a chicken. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know that one. <laughs> Nick, you're terrible, but oh, I mean, so I, sorry. I like you. I like you. You're just <laughs> just not your day today, man. Yeah, just yeah. not your day. And that's okay. Yeah. I won last week, but not today. Not, not today. Not today. Thanks for thanks for calling today, man. We appreciate you. All right, Bill, you're the backup. And how many of those would you have gotten? Yeah, I like to consider myself a walking jukebox, but yeah, you punked me on a bunch of that stuff. Okay, so, so it's, I'll, I'll do my best. I'll, right. I'll do my best. We're one and done here. We're down to the final tune. You get this, you win. You don't, you lose. Simple, fair. Yeah, it's all fair. Here we go. How simple it is. Thirty seconds.
Angsty Elmo? What's going it sounded on there? like Angsty Elmo. <laughs> 946 views on that one. Bill? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell Bell. There he is. <laughs> and just make it official by who? ACDC. There you go, brother. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Can we all agree to just stop talking about the whole Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk fight? Like, it's not going to happen at this point. I mean, I actually think that Zuckerberg was very much willing to do this fight, but he says that Elon Musk is ducking him, and whether or not that's true, I don't know. For me, it just seems like Elon is ducking him. He, yeah. <laughs> He's been very thirsty to to be in the news, to be in headlines for whatever reason I mean, for a long time. You've just ruined Twitter, and you know you're, you've got some other issues going on with some of your other businesses. Uh, and honestly, Mark Zuckerberg maybe had one of the worst reputations as a billionaire on the planet. You know, considering all the data that Facebook has collected and all their kind of you know not so great uh, business practices. But Elon Musk has made Mark Zuckerberg. More likable. I don't know. I, I don't know I, if I it makes know. him more likable or if it's just taking the spotlight of evil off of Zuckerberg. Or he's more Elon has just become more unlikable than Zuck. So I, I don't I don't disagree with that, but I do think that this is gonna swing the other direction because you know now Zuckerberg is like, no, this isn't gonna happen. Um he, you know, because Elon wanted to cut the UFC out of it, so they weren't gonna promote it, and it was gonna you know be in some epic location in Rome and this and that. You know, supposedly at the Coliseum, there's talk of that for a little while at least. But then Zuckerberg said, you know, you keep coming up with excuses. You might have to have surgery. You might have to do this and that. Uh, you know, he, Elon, I guess, just wanted to do a practice round in Zuckerberg's backyard no, where he's put the stage. Whereas just, Zuckerberg's yeah. about it, man. Zuckerberg's out there competing against nobody. But so, so he, he is. Here's where this is going to, to turn, in my opinion, is that now that Elon's out of the picture, Zuckerberg really does fancy himself to be a badass, and he's not. No. So... He, he has said that he is thinks that he's probably going to have to pivot this to where he now fights an actual UFC fighter. And That's like, going to be real bad. But what's, what's crazy, though, is that we see people who have tons of money being able to afford some of the best trainers in the world, really. So, I mean, I would be interested to see what he really looks like fighting somebody of, like, actual UFC caliber who's, so like, a little bit scrappier. The thing about fighters, though, and what we've seen over the years— it's never the guys who are at the top of the game who are the richest because yeah. fighting is a is a hungry man's sport. Sure. When you are when you're when you're when you're down on your luck, you don't have much. You're fighting for literally everything, but once you're a damn billionaire, you don't have that killer instinct so that like, these saying, other guys so you're do. You should go to boxing then. Uh, I mean maybe. I mean honestly, I mean if you think about you know, how rigged a lot of the boxing matches are, you can certainly pay them off. I mean yeah, there's a lot of speculation that those early Paul fights were certainly cooked. I don't know if they're still cooking them or not, um, you know, against the, you know, like this last one against Nate Diaz. But uh, look, a lot of these fights are, are total clown shows. I actually think that if he does something in partnership with the UFC, that they'll find him probably a can that he'll beat. Oh, sure. In that first fight, you know, somebody else who's making their debut that is on the way up and then they'll just, I don't know. They'll put him against Chuck Liddell. <laughs> Oh, poor Chuck, man. Or Tito. Oh, uh, Tito. You know what I would like to see, three, though? Three, four, and three, five. Zuck versus Brock. Yes, absolutely. Let's throw weight classes out, see what happens. Like the old school UFC. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Zuck. How much of a man are you? This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. 
Hey guys, I have uh, lived where Mahoney is from and also where Dave went to school. So I have two unique questions. First one is for Mahoney, is Emo's pizza really pizza? And the second question for Dave is, what's your meat and three from a um, southern country cooking restaurant? Because we can't leave Audrey out. Audrey, what's your favorite bourbon? Message deleted. Spent 20 years in St. Louis growing up. Emo's Pizza is thin crust pizza made with a cheese that is not really a cheese mm-hmm. called Provel. It, it's the meltiest, weirdest. Some people love it. Some people hate it. I love it. I've been back in St. Louis a lot recently because family issues, taking care of, you know, my grandfather, my dad's estate, all of that. And I'll tell you this. I've been there over the last seven months, probably, you know, two or three weeks total mm-hmm. out of that time. And I've eaten probably three dozen pizzas in that same amount of time. So, yes, Emo's Pizza, phenomenal if you're ever in the Midwest. Uh, the the meat and three, like you're talking about a place like Lizard's Thicket, brother. And if you know about a, a meat and three place, you get, depending on, on, you know, what's made that day and what looks the best, I, I'll generally go with like a chicken or like a fried chicken. Ooh. And then you get some mashed potatoes. Mm, with that you gravy. Get some of them cheesy au gratin or mac and cheese. You can go either direction on that. And then depending on if I feel like I want to make it healthy, uh, it'll either be green beans or I'll just do corn so I can just mix it all together. What a treat. Mm. And then you take a little chunk off that fried chicken, you just dump it in the mashed potatoes. Dude, I need some fried chicken right now, like stat. Like, let's order some fried chicken right now. Man, why didn't you laugh at that meme I sent you last night? Did you? Yeah. It was... Was it a fried chicken meme? <laughs> it had to do with fried chicken. And Where? It was, it was... We were having a, a thread conversation. It was a, it was a, a tweet from PETA. It said, oh. next, next time you think of eating a chicken, just remember they had a family just like you. And some guy said, that's why I get a whole family bucket of KFC so no one's left behind. Oh. <laughs> Eat them all. <laughs> wow. I mean, hey, it's your it's chicken's fault for being so tasty. Yeah. Like, you. dude, if, you, if we were that good deep fried... And aliens ate us, I don't even be mad. Nah, nah, nope. Yep. Hope you enjoyed the meal. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Dave. Have you tried the Kirkland vodka from Costco lately? Something's weird with it. It tastes like medicine. I don't know. Maybe we could do a taste test instead of beer for breakfast, try some vodka. I don't know. What do you think? Message deleted. I mean, like a Bloody Mary bar in the studio on a Friday isn't a terrible idea, but uh, I've not had the Kirkland vodka in quite some time, but my understanding is like the same vodka that is Grey Goose. Basically Grey Goose. Yeah, it's just a different label. But vodka as a whole, you know, is much easier to, you know, make good than some of these other spirits because you just continue to distill it. Yeah. Good water and good disti- good distilling mm-hmm. makes a good vodka. You know what they're trying to tell you to do on TikTok is uh, take one of those frothers and froth your tequila or froth your vodka to make it taste better. That's like, like aerating in, your wine. Yeah, or yeah. like putting it through like your filter system. Like yeah. let's say you've got a Brita or something. Yeah. You're putting it through the filter system again. I really don't know yeah, if any then, of that then works. Then you put the Brita back in the fridge and the kids are half drunk because they try to just drink a glass of water off of it. And Bust in like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. So in the day of all of the social media and the dollars that are being moved around as a result of the attention that is paid to social media, there's a lot of people out there that are making real money. And a lot of these people are underage. They're kids, right? And mm-hmm. they have amassed these huge followings and they'll make a whole bunch of money. Well, now a new law has been passed in Illinois, and it's the first state in the U.S. to do this to ensure 
that child social media influencers are compensated for their work after a bill was signed into law. It's going to go into effect next July of 2024. But besides, you know, coordinated dances and funny toddler moments and stuff, family vlogs nowadays are a big business. I think about that kid, Ryan, and his toy reviews. Dude, he's 38 now. I know. He's way, way too old. He's literally like 15. I mean, really, it feels like he's been around for forever. But, I mean, it's because his parents started whenever he was eight. Yeah, and I mean, some of that, I'm like, what are you what are you doing, like, having your kid do this stuff when they're just a child? Because they become but millionaires. They, I mean, like you say that. And the hell out of their kids, yeah. And that's why these laws are put into place. Well, so the new law is to ensure that the parents aren't spending all of the money. Because, you know, there was a lot of questions about Ryan's mom because she had had a kind of a checkered past where, like, I think she got busted, if I remember correctly, shoplifting from a JCPenney. I mean, like, even what? after they get, became famous. Yeah, like, yeah. there was... There was I've a- stolen from a JCPenney before. What? You didn't this get is, caught, this though. Is, <laughs> and are you silly. saying that you should be trusted with... I'm saying that people fall on hard times. Millions of dollars <laughs> of some, somebody else's money, even if it's your, even if it's your kids. But uh, this whole thing is to make sure that the parents are not fleecing their kids. Because we saw that for, you know, years where there were so many of these child stars... You know, in Hollywood that were... Their parents just loot them. Yeah, just absolutely spend every last penny that these kids earn. And there's clearly a shelf life on a lot of this, you know, hey, I'm a cute kid reviewing toys. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you are 38 years old and you're broke. I think that you should be able to sue your parents if you are a forced child influencer and you don't want to be once you become an adult. Because, like, for real, the kind of trauma... And BS that you're going to have to get put through in your whole life is just going to be on the internet, and you really don't have a choice as a child. Throw that in there as well. I talk about this with you guys all of the time, but man, it is. I'm so glad that we are the last generation that made it through where there was not everything being recorded all of the time. Because From the moment we were born to the moment we die, yeah. there is a lot of really stupid stuff that I probably would have done online if it was there at the time. And I'm just so glad that we didn't. I'm so glad that uh, even uh, MySpace went away because remember how we used to upload a thousand damn pictures a or night? on a Facebook and it would just be one photo album of a night, like you just said. Like, like, what in the world were we thinking? But I don't know. I'm really glad because whenever I think about these parents who have like jaded some of the, the child stars of the past, there's that documentary about Aaron Carter. And he said whenever he turned 18, there wasn't a penny left in his name because yeah. his mom used it all for her own habits. Yeah. You know, it's sad. So mostly tanning. Have you ever seen how tan she is? She's very tan. Far too tan. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Okay, everyone that commits a crime seems to have some sort of crazy alibi, and some of them are a bit crazier than others. A man is facing multiple charges after police say that he broke into a random home in Phoenix while totally naked. Uh, not great. There's several children that were home at the time. Oh, no. uh, the 68-year-old, whose name is Eugene Howard Shelton, he, uh, he busted into the house and... They tried to stop him. He uh-huh. kept trying to overpower them. The father was nearby when the kids called, came home to find the suspect sitting on the couch in the living room wearing only socks. Ew! And so obviously the cops were called out. And when he explained why he had broken into this house where these kids were, uh, he explained that the uh, the alligators were after him. Mm. As you know, lots of alligators in Phoenix. Uh, his charges include burglary, indecent exposure, and resisting arrest. I mean, he could have just been like, it got so hot that my clothes fell off. Yeah, that would that would have actually Probably been, been more believable. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
I mean, I what? Uh, right. I just can't. Let me ask you this though: somebody bare asses your couch in your house, who's not you? You got to throw it away. You got to throw the whole couch out, right? Uh, unless absolutely. It's leather. If it's leather, you can wipe it down. I don't know, man. Leather, you can clean right up. Trust you me. You do it's not fine. just take like a washcloth to a leather couch yeah, out of sure random man's yeah. butt cheeks. Uh-huh. You got to throw yeah. that whole couch away, man. Forever unclean. So this uh, this thirty five year old, she's in a lot of trouble because she killed her roommate. Uh, and it was a premeditated thing. He was like a 76-year-old guy. Uh, but obviously, the cops what? crawled out of the scene, so she's killed her roommate in the whole bit. And, uh, you know, she's sitting there um, trying to explain to the cops that, she, you know, it's not her that, that had done this. Oh, and they're like, somebody are, else. Are, are you sure? Okay. Um, so the police spotted her barefoot with her some blood on her leg, ripped shirt outside of a restaurant. When they found her, it was this whole scene. Uh, but she had asked the officers for some refreshment because she was so... Parched. So, so parched. From the murdering. Well, from the murdering uh-huh. and just being outside, you know, during the summer months and all of that. And I guess one of the cops gave her a can of Diet Mountain Dew, to which she County decided coffee? if she just poured the Diet Mountain Dew all over herself, that it would get rid of the evidence. And guess what didn't happen? It didn't work. Diet Mountain Dew does a lot of things. It does not do that. It does not. I do mean, the if you are, if you repent your sins and you are baptized in a uh, bath of Mountain of Diet Mountain Dew, I feel like you should probably just, you know. But you have to be fully submerged, and you have to get dunked three times by a uh, by by a properly licensed minister. That's correct. And finally, a 53 year old man became agitated because he was waiting in a hospital in Florida. And I get like if you're stuck waiting in a hospital, that can be a little agitating. But would not recommend uh, doing this. He barged into the emergency room, shoved a patient, and then pushed a nurse. After the hospital staff got him into a room to keep him from disturbing other patients, he took off all his clothes, unhooked the high-pressure water pipe from the wall, and flooded the entire emergency room. I mean, that's a that's a nice way to spend a Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, so when the uh, the cops showed up, they tased his naked ass, uh-huh. and uh, now he's facing all kinds of charges. I feel always like naked. Always naked. What's a- so? I have a couple. There's a couple violent fantasies that I have. Oh, good. <laughs> what? Sure. And I'm going to share them with you. Uh-huh. Uh, what? The first one is always beating somebody with a seatbelt extender on an airplane mm-hmm. who has gotten unruly or is a terrorist. Not mad at that. Number two is saving somebody at a gas pump by spraying down the perpetrator with gas. That does seem fun. And then fun. lighting them on fire. That does seem fun. Close number three, mm-hmm. hitting a deranged person in an emergency room with a bedpan. With a bedpan. just a doink you Dude, get from that. Dude, just that Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Oh, those are some good fantasies. I mean, it's, I I'm a simple man. I get it. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hi, question. Um, my husband and I will be going to a 50th birthday party, and I want a really good, hilarious gift. I was wondering if you guys have any ideas. Have a great day. Bye. Message deleted. I mean, a 50th birthday party, I feel like it's got to be kind of a little bit classy, but if you want to, like, make it classy trashy, I don't know. I mean, you get, uh, like, a nice bottle of wine, a box of cigars, and a whoopee cushion. Still funny at 50. I like the blue pill. (laughs) Yeah, A bottle of Viagra. That's a good one. A bottle of Viagra and a good bottle of whiskey, so that way... Whenever you drink the whiskey, you ain't getting the whiskey. You still get it on yeah. up. <laughs> Look out! Wow. <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh. Surprise! <laughs> I feel like that's funny. I don't know. I mean, that's all right. What would you do? What do you got? What do I got? Yeah, I would get them a taco guy. But that's not funny. Not funny. 
Who who says it has to be she funny? Said she said she, she wanted wants to, to be hilarious. Funny. Man, funny gifts aren't ever good gifts. No. Mahoney's like, I'm going to get a hilarious taco guy. What if he's a comedian? Yeah. yeah. Does he do jokes? Maybe. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, making up some bomb-ass carne asada tacos. Mm. Everything's funny. Dude, if you, you have a taco guy at your party, it's the best party ever. You're just saying that because you like getting a taco guy at your house. Because it's easier, it's cheaper, mm-hmm. and everybody talks about it. And then Mahoney's house becomes the the best house in order to uh, lure more people in for a fight night? Yeah. Okay. So he hasn't... It's not because he wants to host people. It's because he doesn't want to have to go to somebody else's house. Yeah. I just yeah. want the yeah. comfort of my own living room. Yeah. Go straight from the socializing to sleeping. Instantaneously. Please leave a message after the tone. So what makes people put cereal boxes away when there isn't really any cereal left in the box? Do they think they'll just go back for a smaller one later, or are they just monsters who want everyone else around them to suffer? Message deleted. Dave, I feel like you're the only one in the room with cereal. Lots of cereal. And there are times where I'll pick up a box, and there's like three pieces of Lucky Charms left. Mm -mm. And I'm like, who would put this back? And then I go, you know what? That's the little pinch of Lucky Charms. I'm going to enjoy that while I'm taking this to the trash. So what about nom, the nom, people nom, who nom, do nom. the organizational, like the the clear tubs and the clear tubes? Are you guys Those anti the, that? No, I'm no. pro that. Because that, that way you can see. Keeps it fresher longer. It's too much work. It's, no, it's too not. much work? Yeah. Why? Because you have to pour it in? <laughs> also, I like watching the kids try to open a bag. Like You got to learn these skills. Yeah, then they <sighs> open the bag and it explodes. explodes everywhere. Everywhere. You got to pick it up. I got a Dyson. Please leave a message after the tone. David Mahoney, you both sounds like friends on and off the air. Do you ever get in an argument? If so, when was your last argument and how long did it last? And how do you handle it on the air while you're still arguing? Message deleted. Okay, don't give us that we're besties for the resties either. When was the last argument you had? I, I, I literally I, could not no tell idea. you. I could <gasps> not tell you. Boring. You're boring. Boring. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Okay, so I think I know the answer for you, Mahoney, because you've said before that, you know, you're at a point in life, and I don't blame you, where you're not going to try to get it on with anyone in any situation unless it's a comfortable bed. I want not even just a comfortable bed, Dave. King size. Mm-hmm. High thread count. Okay. Air conditioning on. Uh-huh. Fan. Mm-hmm. A fan. You gotta be careful gotta, with gotta, the fan. Gotta have a fan. Gotta be careful with the fan. But, like, anytime, anywhere, nah, man. This ain't on site. Okay. So, Not anymore. Uh, okay, so I, I'm just gonna go ahead and remove you from the conversation then, and then, Audrey, I wanna ask you this question, because... Um, you know, not that you're like getting all crazy and adventurous or anything like that out there, but uh, this has become a thing now where people are having a lot of the adult relations in the driverless cars. So you've actually been in one of those Waymos before. Um, sure. Is there an appeal for that? I mean, like, I don't know if you're drunk enough. I'm sure. Yeah. How many? How many? Mar- you got to be pretty. How many espresso martinis ha- have you had to to get you to that point? You know, you gotta so, have. Quite a few. I don't know if like the 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 Waymo is the best idea because like you're on camera, right? You know, like there's there's a lot of these robo taxis where they can obviously see you. They the can entire see time. you getting down. But you know, yeah. if it was like your own self driving Tesla or whatever, I mean, I could see how. I don't think you want to get messy in a Tessie. No? I don't know. Messy. I don't, it's messy I don't, in a Tessie. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, you don't want to be driving a testicle or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a testicle. Oh yeah. How do you recharge that? Uh, Megan is what she's going by. A woman in her twenties took her first robo-taxi ride on a recent late-night excursion, and she said it was also her uh, first time having the adult relations in a driverless vehicle. Her accomplice, a man in his 30s, who says that he has performed in at least six separate different robo-taxis over the time. So, uh, unfortunately, 
Um, you know, they use pretty extensive camera surveillance inside and outside of the vehicle, so they ended up busting these two for getting it on in the car. But I guess. But is uh, it illegal to do that? I because, don't, I, don't, I mean, if nobody's it. around, it's one thing if you're exposing yourself and there's a driver, but if there's nobody there. How is that against the law? There's got to be some sort of like thing that you agree to within the, yeah, the, the terms, terms of, of service. service. Like when you're accepting and like downloading the app and like putting your credit card in and like, yeah, I promise not to do all this stuff. No one ever reads that, but I'm sure it's probably like, hey, please do not get it on in the car. Right. Indecent acts. Because let's be honest, like if you're the person that gets in the Waymo right after that, like, you know, oh, you know, you know, you don't ew. want that. You don't want that. There's no napkins in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's driverless. You can you don't get a, a rogue Wendy's napkin. What? What? Oh, that's the best to clean up with for sure. Now, what? What if it like the the Waymo like was really prepared there? Like you do that and it knows it was like, please don't do that again. And there's just hand you a little towel. Beep beep beep. <laughs> Gross. I don't like this at all. Well, I mean, and I actually really don't like the fact that the guy has said that he performed six times. Like, was she the sixth? Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Impressive. Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 